0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan Jesse Go. You're home for 80 minutes of bullshit.
2: <laughs> you Seven, know, but with a good attitude. 70 or 90 if you're lucky. <laughs> we can't be bothered to keep track. No.
1: How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm a little frazzled. I'm not going to lie to you.
2: Yeah, I'm sitting there. I'm you sitting look there, like you I... did. You look like you just did. If I could paint a picture for the audience, yeah, you look like you just did a cartoon science experiment uh-huh. because your <laughs> hair has turned black uh-huh. and it's standing up. Yep. and also it's hair you did not have before. Right. So it's new hair. Right. It looks recently exploded. Right. And I mean, I couldn't see your eyes until you took your palms and wiped. And just wiped (laughs) out. So now I can see them. And now I look
1: like I'm Ted dancing at Whoopi Goldberg's birthday party.
2: (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) That sure happened 40 years ago. (laughs) When did that happen? I don't know, 1991. Sounds like some 1991 shit. Uh, No, so you were not doing a cartoon science experiment.
1: I was literally sitting- You were lighting a circular black bomb. I was sitting on my sofa Mm -hmm. facing the the classic question that faces all old millennial dads, Mm -hmm. which is, how far away is far away enough- for my six-year-old to be from the television, if I want to play Fallout 4, mm-hmm. um, which it was definitely traumatic to a child, sure, just nothing but insane. I
2: have not played Fallout 4, but uh-huh. it is a. I'm kind of imagining the kind of thing that goes on in yeah. a Fallout 4. A lot of uh, maybe like mutant dismemberment. Yeah, there's a lot of something called
1: meatball, mm. which is just a ball of bag. No meat bag. It's a. Hangs from like a like a light pole.
2: Mm-hmm. You, know, you know what I'm talking about? What's <laughs> no, I don't. A, a bag light. of meat that hangs from a light pole? You know it's a, light pole a meat. Like bag? a street light.
1: Like a street light is oh, the word. I know I'm what a street for. light is. Okay. That part I know. So hanging from a street <laughs> I'm light. With you. Is a do you remember on The Simpsons when Probably. Go ahead. <laughs> when either Lenny or Carl, I can't remember one which one said uh honeydew, honey that's the money melon. Is it cantaloupe that's the money melon? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Anyway, you know that bag that, like, that bag of netting mm-hmm. that the pirates used to trap all the Simpsons characters yes. on the ship? Mm-hmm. Like a big, like a, like a fishing net mm-hmm. that is was holding all the Simpsons characters in a big ball above the deck of the ship. Right. Imagine that, but with, uh, like, bloody red chunks of flesh. Okay. That's a meat bag from the game Fallout 4.
2: How does this enter into the narrative of the game? Well, you got to watch out for rads. <laughs> So. Okay. Well, this has become clearer. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank you for sure. clearing this up. I really, I it really, this really, this really is a good example of how how futile it is to explain a video game to <laughs> someone who is not playing that video game. Like, I like video games, <laughs> right? You're a video and, game I'm not enthusiast. Sure. But I still don't know what you're talking about. It's, and it sounds like dork nonsense and I want to bully you.
1: Here's the thing. <laughs> I, As Jordan Jesse Goh, long-time Jordan Jesse Goh listeners mm-hmm. know, I went through a period of about a year or a year and a half where all I did with my emotional energy was play the video game Skyrim, mm-hmm. uh, which is like a fantasy Lord of the Rings epic adventure, You know where you wander around and you kill mammoths and elves and sure. stuff. And I was way into it. Of two into it, and so when by the time I got to the end of it, i I put it away forever i didn 't get any expansion packs. Mm-hmm. I just put it away forever and i said i can 't do this it 's eating up too much of my life. Then recently, i'd finally gotten to the point where my baby was about a uh, nine months old, mm-hmm. which is like past the initial nightmare period. <laughs> And should, we,
2: should we introduce our guest and yes, then we'll and she's continue? really,
1: she's really making her presence felt. <laughs> We're grateful for it. We're grateful for she's
2: it. She's having fun. That's why I this thing was off. <laughs> uh, You've been reading Marmaduke comics on your phone, <laughs> waiting to be introduced. <laughs> she's the she's the
1: first guest on our program ever uh, to be introduced while wearing um, corrective gear for a wrestling injury. <laughs> Uh, She's one of the stars of the television program, Glow, that comes to you on the internet, on your Netflix. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kimmy Gatewood.
3: Hi, guys. Thanks. Oh, uh, Marmaduke, I'll see you later.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hope you get those sausages, buddy. And also,
3: uh, while we're listing credits,
2: also a director of comedy segments on the Joel McHale show, also on Netflix. Oh, superb.
3: Yes, got into the DGA last year, you guys. DGA. Thank you. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Damn, Sounds good
1: like, Sounds like <laughs> addition to your resume, DGA. <laughs> Sounds like my character in Skyrim isn't the
2: only <laughs> guild member in this room. Before we go from Skyrim yeah. to Fallout 4. I
3: thought it was pronounced Skyrim. I'm just letting everyone know. You've only know. seen sure.
2: it written. You've never yeah, seen him. Yeah. yeah.
3: I mean, I hung out with a lot of video game nerds, and I sure. just, yeah. I don't know. It's guys. okay. You yeah, have, thank you. you
2: are, you are. So the, your wrist guards that you're wearing now, are, <laughs> am I calling those the right thing?
3: Yeah. They smell, here's a, they smell like feet a little because I have to wear them all the time. Mm-hmm. And this is just what happens. In the when, shower? No. No, I don't. Not in the shower, but good question. Thank These you, are like you.
1: a tendonitis or a repetitive stress injury equipment, <laughs> yes. but they're not from excessive mousing. Uh, or typing, they're from the classic sources. <laughs> they're, they're from engaging in too much wrestling.
3: Yes. There were two moves that got me, guys. Okay. The uh, first one. You should say, you play, if, people know that Glow is a wrestling show? Oh, yeah, it's a wrestling Glow. show. You're at yeah. Gorgeous the,
1: Ladies of Wrestling, yes. is what the letters stand for. Mm-hmm. Based on
3: the 80s show, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Now it's a narrative show. But Also featuring past guest Mark Marin. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He As a the... surprisingly well-suited to the program <laughs> yes, actor. Yes. Yeah. Good work, Mark Maron.
3: Yeah. I, I got so the first move was called a sunset flip. I jammed my thumb into our trainer, and then you. So you, he's like, if Jesse was uh, like bent over touching his knees, I would fly over you.
2: Which I am.
1: Yep.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not what you think, audience. He's trying to suck his own dick. <laughs>
3: No, <laughs> not would not do a sunset flip in, in this tiny little office. Um, uh, I would jump over you, go through your legs, and then pull you down. And basically, I jammed my finger and then injured oh my, my my right wrist. Okay, the left wrist was a thing called the Pat O'Connor. <laughs> so, Jordan, imagine if yes you were not facing me, and uh-huh. I shoved you into the ropes, and then threw you over my shoulder, and then we landed butt to butt. Yeah. I, I hurt my wrist doing. That. Oh my gosh! So these
2: are two. You have so you're not just wearing these for summer. These are two separate injuries <laughs> yes. that just happen to have the same remedy. I just
1: assumed there was a wrestling move that involved a lot of typing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so what? Why is that move called the Pat O'Connor? I guess I can kind of imagine the Sunset Flip, but the... I'm
1: I'm tr- what I'm wondering specifically. Yes, and please. thank you for asking this question, Jordan, because it's the exact one that was on my mind. Yeah, is Pat O'Connor a person? Or a racist <laughs>
3: fake name. <laughs> uh, I was, guess
1: xenophobic, <laughs> sure, most yeah. like more than racist, <laughs> yeah, but yeah.
3: It's named after a guy from what I remember. It, it happened in September when we were training.
2: Weirdly, it, it's named after Darby O'Gill from Darby O'Gill <laughs> and the oh, Little my. People. Yeah. <laughs> and Pat O'Connor was a man who had, would had bump butts with people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Famous booty bumper. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> Thanks, Pat.
3: Yeah, I I think it's funny because I focus so hard on the wrestling move itself that sometimes when they are explaining it, I just (laughs) completely zone out.
2: (laughs) So you're not getting the backstory behind each individual move. I
3: am terrible to watch movies with because I just want to know what happens at the end. Sure. (laughs) And you, I'm like, just spoil it for me so I can move on with my
2: life. Oh, why is all this character <laughs> development, all these moments? All
3: I this humor.
2: Uh so are you are you filming Glows as we speak?
3: No, we finished a month ago. Nice. season two. Yes. Uh,
2: and uh, did you have to learn any new moves for season two?
3: I mean, you know the Pat O'Connor, the
2: Pat O'Connor <laughs> that's that
3: said flip. Yeah, we we do a lot more wrestling this season. It's bigger moves, you know, because uh, you know once you learn wrestling, you can never unlearn wrestling. So mm. yeah, it's it was like a, more intense. It's like a for sure.
2: It's like a bike that kicks someone's <laughs> ass.
1: Right? Oh yeah, that's that the famous so, yeah. slogan of yeah. wrestling. <laughs> it's like a bike that kicks someone's ass. Yeah. Ever since the WWF days. Right. <laughs> right, right. Living
3: in Washington DC also. Said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We were – I saw the WWF all the time because it was in Washington, D.C. And so – Oh. The yeah, World well, I, Wildlife Federation? No, no. Yes, yes. That's exactly <laughs> that's, that's right. They probably, probably do have Washington an office D.C. there. There's yeah. probably a lot of
2: confusion. Yeah. But, so you did you did see a lot of wrestling growing up? No. I saw the, <laughs> the Wildlife <laughs>
3: Federation. Oh, okay. I had a lot of totes, you know? Yeah. yeah, totes. yeah.
1: totes. Totes, totes. Um, so okay. I – I got too obsessed with Skyrim. Right, had to put it away. away. And this is three years ago, four years ago, Three, four years ago. And I hadn't, I hadn't done very much heavy video game playing in that intervening Mm -hmm. time. Too busy raising children, and you know, uh, I guess watching Kimmy Schmidt. Sure, (laughs) you know, whatever I'm doing. And uh, but then I thought, like, I'm at a place in my life where I I have a little room for video games. You know, basically, it's specifically the room I have for video games is the time between when I finish cleaning the kitchen while my wife is trying to get the kids to go to sleep until the kids fall asleep, which is like a 30 <laughs> or 40-minute window. That's a nice window. Yeah, like it takes, an, it takes an hour to get the kids to fall asleep. You know, one of them always falls asleep later. It probably takes 20 minutes to clean the kitchen. So that 35 minutes afterwards is my video game time. And I had been playing uh, a game called Starman Farm Game, mm-hmm. Uh, where you plant ancient ice fruits, oh my God. but that game <laughs> that game had drilled itself into my mind to where it was compulsive, but it was compulsive in the way that um that like video poker is sure like it it i
2: there was i was not or Chewing on a finger that's been riddled with eczema. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <I'm> just drawing. it. <laughs> Coming up with an example from my own life. It was.
1: <laughs> it was really. Uh, it was really rotting my brain. Yeah. And I. And I had always resisted playing. Whenever I said, "Well, what game is like Skyrim?" They would say two things. One is Witcher Three, mm-hmm. which I I've talked about on the show. I tried to play it, and it was the single least coherent entertainment mm-hmm. experience of my life, even after, like, four hours. I had no fucking clue what was happening or why, so I gave up on it. Um, but uh, I, I, everyone always said, Fallout is basically the same as Skyrim, but it's in this... But I don't want... Like, to me... You want elves. I want elves. Like, I want <laughs> elves. Or More least, elves. I just don't want to, like, constantly feel like I'm. I'm, like... In order to enjoy myself, I have to look at the
2: insides of people. Mm,
1: you know sure. what I mean? You don't like God. the disembowelments. The
3: meat. Uh, it's like yeah, meat sacks, meat, meat sack,
2: meat melons. The whole game
1: is
3: so <laughs>
1: meat centric. <laughs> right. Like, there's so many like gross zombies and mutants mm-hmm. and so uh-huh. much squirting blood. Yeah. And sure, yeah. And so on. But to be
2: fair, the rest of it is the same as Skyrim. And <laughs> I do it's got good, really it's enjoy got it. a good grind. Yeah. It's got to yeah. be a good grind to it. Uh, I mean, do you guys play video games around the house, and do you have to keep your child away from them?
3: No, no. I don't play video games, and my husband doesn't either. I What do I try to keep her away? Well, I I showed her s- Star Wars to kind of get a, like a, I don't know, see where she was at with being scared with stuff, and I think we're upping, um, yeah. upping the ante a little bit. <laughs>
2: like, yeah. The, was, this is the first Star Wars. This is— Yeah, we showed yeah. her
3: the first Star four, and then— sure i thought she might be scared by five but yeah. wasn't oh that's good it hasn't seen six though but yeah. saw one and two and or what whatever the new ones were
1: my daughter was very scared by moana so mm. star Stop wars sure. star wars is down the line somewhere <laughs> somewhere along the road Moana, we'll get to star like wars. the
3: crab forgive me i know way too much about moana yeah
1: <laughs> uh no she's a big Jermaine clement fan okay. <laughs> And she really, she really loves a completely miscellaneous Bowie pastiche. Mm-hmm. There's Moana humor here, mm-hmm. Jordan. Sure, <laughs> just in the middle of it for no reason. There's a pretty entertaining uh, Bowie parody por- portrayed by Jermaine uh, Clements.
3: It's fantastic. And if you, I watched Little Mermaid recently, and it's pretty much the same. Premise except without the prince. Uh, like, sure. You can't leave the sea, you know? And then this one is you can't go into the sea.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> we have opinions about the sea. And there are We cr- are the are parents two. in Disney movies. <laughs> it's
1: the, it's we Dis- have feelings about the sea. It's Walt Disney's legendary five old men and the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I, sure. I don't remember how many old men there were in That's the good.
2: Disney <laughs> old men, but I just went with five. That's pretty
1: good. Is
3: that like twelve angry men? Yeah. Twelve angry men. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 12 angry <laughs> Game first,
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, what movies were you guys scared of as a kid? Mine was I was Roger Rabbit. Roger Rabbit really oh. freaked me mm. out when uh, Judge Doom's eyes came out. That is pretty creepy. Yeah. And then I definitely like—I don't know if I got it from Roger Rabbit or it predated that. But now you know I'm—I'm a—you know I like a—I like a slasher flick. I like a gory video game. I'm—I'd shoot these meat bags you were talking about, <laughs> Jesse. Right. Um, <laughs> but that having been said. Put a
1: barrel full of acid in front of you and you'll oh turn tail and yeah, run. Yeah, I know,
2: right? Yes, if, a, if it looks like a cute shoe would die in it. Uh, no, I can't oh handle – you guys remember that? He killed no. that cute he shoe. The, yes, that's uh, right. Uh, the dip. The dip. The dip. Um, eyeball stuff really gets me. I get so skeeved out if an eyeball is popped or an eyeball yeah. is removed. Same thing happened to me second grade. Mm-hmm. I went
1: to uh, an overnight birthday party, and I don't know what the why the parents did this, but they showed Chien andalou, sure, yeah, the Andalusian mm-hmm. dog, right? Uh, the legendary. What? No, that's not real. It's another. There's just an eyeball, eyeball part trauma. in that A
2: visual match. with A The moon, crazy,
1: yeah, <laughs> crazy eyeball part. I was afraid of two things that I remember very vividly. Well, for one thing, I never went to anything scary. I just never. I still, you know, don't care for a scary mm-hmm. thing. I'll, I'm okay with a suspenseful thing, but uh, not a scary thing. But I would say the things that I saw accidental, and I saw plenty of adult movies m- made for adults. I did not see plenty of adult <laughs> films. <laughs> but I saw l- w- probably almost certainly. He
3: had a knife for a dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> too many like the Milagro Beanfield mm, Wars sure. or whatever. As a seven-year-old uh just because there was only one movie theater by my house and it was like a rep rep art house mm-hmm. and my mom would just take me cuz she wanted to go to the movies I think yes yeah. um but uh, anyway the things that I saw that freaked me out were Large Marge from Pee-wee's Big Adventure oh yeah totally. speaking of eyes there's that those are a set of peepers and also I will also say I was freaked out by and Pee-wee's Big Adventure was my favorite movie um, but I was also freaked out by the part where he is in the wilderness in the dark until he puts on his headlight glasses and then he sees all the animals around him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think because the animals just had a weird uncanny quality. Sure. Uh, because they were a weird Paul Rubin's, uh Tim Burton thing. <laughs>
3: And he had those in- animated eyes,
1: yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I always felt like the animated eyes felt like a big relief to me. It was when the lights, like, fl- when it's dark and then when the lights flash on and you see all the animals and they all look like a weird yes. natural history museum <laughs> yes. display. Um, and, the you know, the clown that's messing with the bike, um, uh, like doing surgery on the bike, That's that's pretty freaky. So that. But the thing that really, really got me was Return to Oz. Mm, sure. Which I sincerely, I don't remember anything about Return to Oz except that I had nightmares about it until I was a teenager. Like the
3: heads, I, man. That that must have been it. Do you, you I mean, or? it's so
2: bad. You even turned down that date with Feruza Balk, right? <laughs> I know.
3: Is that who's in that?
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Balk. Uh, good. Good. Uh, good. Wow, yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah. Good for me. Yeah.
3: I was afraid of Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, that
2: well. was the famous horror very,
3: movie. Yes.
2: <laughs> um,
1: I
3: know it's a shocker. My wife I saw it. Young. My
1: wife Teresa Thorne, the host mm-hmm. of the Smash It podcast, One Bad Mother. Um, she. She went to – she had a very sheltered childhood, Mm -hmm. culturally speaking. Her parents were very, very careful about what she saw for uh, like developmental moral reasons, not like for religious reasons. But her mom's a a marriage and family therapist who like really believes strongly in like appropriate media for kids and also just conservative and worried. Mm -hmm. So she had never seen anything scary and then I believe it was third grade she went to an actual – overnight birthday party where the parents showed the kids i shit you not the shining whoa
2: yeah and it like fucked her up for the rest of her life there are like yeah there are like 10 scary movies you should see leading up to the shining like getting okay with the idea of scary shit to the world's most bothersome thing i had like a dog blowjob i had a cool (laughs) english teacher Yeah. Uh, Mr. Crawford.
1: Mm -hmm. Shout out to Mr. Crawford. And uh, he was into the idea of alternative texts. Mm. So, you know, he would recommend that we check out Love and Rockets or whatever. Sure, sure. Um,
3: Took me a minute, guys. Was thinking about cell phones. Anyway, peace out. (laughs) (laughs) I'll go back to my newspaper.
1: Uh, Look, we're all millennials here. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) We're digital natives. What can I say? Mm -hmm. Um, He was into alternative texts. And he, in English class we saw both The Shining and Carrie. Uh, Carrie is not necessarily so much scary as it is intense. Yeah. But um, I would say that if you are a scaredy pants and you are looking for a context in which to watch The Shining, uh, 11 a.m., at a high school, <laughs> in sure. a fully lit room. overhead lights, harsh overhead lights. <laughs> yeah, that's probably your best environment.
3: What was the car movie? Christine? Christine, yeah. Christine, I watched that one too. We watched a lot of scary movies when I was young. Yeah, I mean, I think and so. Cujo, we watched that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: so all, all Stephen King <laughs> yes, adaptations. Yes. Are these things that you watched with
3: your family? No, that was my family with my friends, you know. Uh. Yeah,
2: I don't know. The, I had some friends uh, growing up. The gas bars. Um and they were you know the gas bars <laughs> and they were always eating musical fruits yeah want... oh sure yes yeah, there you go yeah uh and they were like a tick more religious than most mm-hmm. to the, to the point where and I think I was m- mainly hanging out at the gas bars when the
3: they should it, open a bar I don't know the, yeah they've, they've waited so long
2: um <laughs> where. The, uh, I was going over to their house when the ABC show Dinosaurs was at its height oh yeah not, not the, mama the mama and what not yeah <laughs> and and so you know I always wanted to watch Dinosaurs and I you know in general was a dinosaur enthusiast yeah and so I I was like taken aside by the dad and told that the earth was only 2000 years old and that dinosaurs didn't exist <gasps> and that they were uh the bones were put there by the museum industry uh-huh the museum in,
3: you know the museum big
2: museum <laughs> and then he let you watch dinosaurs no we just did not watch that was the reason why we could not watch dinosaurs oh okay was i, I was one, i was impressed that this dad uh on the one hand he
1: wanted to drop his uh dogma on you mm-hmm on the other hand, he was like, but if the kid
2: wants to watch Dinosaurs, <laughs> sure, I mean, not the mama. Not the, you, know I mean, you know, I love that baby's rap. Not the mama. Because that's back when characters rapped. I always had a, always had a rap video. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, they, and, I, and uh, the Gaspar kids, the Gaspar boys were famous for having a secret genesis oh so natural so you know natch- where do you hide a hyundai <laughs> right <laughs> so natch they you know video games were also too sinful to be in the house so they had maybe like pooled the you know hundred bucks or whatever from christmas money bought a genesis and like stashed it uh, i think they were mainly rbi baseball enthusiasts they were getting that genesis mm. for rbi baseball um and they would like and then if the parents were gone then we could get the Genesis out of the closet, but it had to be packaged perfectly and put back in place with like, you know, a shoebox in front of it. So this is this you could, you know, this is what growing up in the in this house was like. How how old were you? I was eight or nine. Was nine. there like an older wow. brother? There where? was an older brother. So okay. they had like a kid my age and then there was maybe a kid who was thirteen or fourteen. So he could like watch us. And he got and He knew about the secret Genesis. Was it his Genesis? I think it was a, a both of their Genesis's. Did they like secretly go to the Target? And... Yeah, I don't know how you get a secret Genesis. Maybe <laughs> just on the Amazon on the street. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think we had a place. You could probably walk down to a you know strip mall with a toy store or something and get a get yourself a secret Genesis as long as you had two hundred dollars. Yeah, sure. Um, so. Anyway, so this is what this is what that family was like. They were, you know, Genesis hiding, dinosaur denying, right. <laughs>
3: So you must have types. to keep that room spectacularly clean to have your mother not search through your closet yeah and yeah
1: stuff. I mean what's amazing yeah. you're plugging in those RCA cables you're yeah you're unraveling the cord of for them from the, around the controllers mm-hmm
2: you got to plug that I mean that is a whole set of stuff yeah I mean and you're using the good you're using the good stash, so where are you putting the playboys <laughs> oh. Where are you going to put those Playboys? <laughs> Miss March. Va, va, voom. Um, anyway. Uh, as 13 year olds
1: so often say. Yes. Va,
3: va, va, Miss
1: March. auga.
3: <laughs> My peepers are on fire. <laughs> <laughs> My peepers. That's why you have all that eye. Right. Eye oh, stuff. yeah.
2: Because I, at a young age, I saw someone's eyes bug out <laughs> from looking at a foxy centerfold. I'm sorry. When you say
1: eyes, do you mean peepers? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, peepers. I, guess I just know them as peepers. Yeah, sure. As an older well, millennial, yes, Jeepers
2: creepers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the one thing that the gas bars were okay with. Was f- cocaine. Freddy Okay, no. yeah, yeah, we just did did lines of blow <laughs> and we read the Bible front to back, Genesis to Revelation. Lots of
3: energy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> praise him, praise him. <laughs> and then we punch each other in the face. <laughs> oh, you got my peeper. <laughs> right <in> the peeper. Writing <laughs> my peeper. Um so, but the one thing they were just okay with was Freddy movies. They <laughs> would just rent them. They would just rent the, them from the drugstore. We would just sit and watch Freddy movies for some weird Wait, reason. Rent them from the drugstore. The little the drugstore would have a little movie counter. They would. That's yeah. mainly where we did our movie renting.
3: That. I mean, that explains a lot of why they would be able to get a secret Genesis as well if there was, oh, like, yeah. you know, you could rent a movie at a drugstore. Yeah. I never did that. Kimmy, you're
1: about no. our age. You don't remember the moment when actual video stores arrived? No, no. <laughs> I was, like, 10. No. I was, like, when a blockbuster opened near my house. It was, like, the most amazing miracle in the history of the world. No,
3: There's a like, RoboCop, it- too? <laughs> No, but like a, a a separate store, Yes, but it, yeah. like a like a kiosk in a drugstore is
1: I can like, rent a video <laughs> where various sports all stars <laughs> tell me not to do drugs for free. Sure. <laughs>
3: and Slimer is there?
2: <laughs> oh my god. Um
3: so you you rented everything in so, yeah. the <laughs> so, so
2: this is where I saw my first Freddies was over at the gas bars a Doesn't house it? where oh. nothing else was allowed except for don't those murdering movies, swearing don't they have boobs seeing? and stuff?
3: yeah yes. sex they have sex there's lots of sex yeah
2: freddy kills people mid fucking there's all sorts of 80s boobs <laughs> oh boy! Anyway, yeah, those are like those first. I mean, they get you know those Fre- those Freddy movies get pretty jokey by the end, but the first couple are legitimately terrifying. Like, yeah, Wes Craven was like a you know crazy grindhouse guy who just got some money, so those first couple are really hardcore. Anyway, uh very weird. I to this day, I would love to sit down the dad, Rod you know Rod, Rod Gaspar yeah. <laughs> and ask him what what was going through your head to where you, you we couldn't watch dinosaurs but Friday the 13th was okay anyway oh our, sorry my on
1: elm street our colleague April Wolf mm-hmm. uh, who is a film critic for the Village Voice um and is one of the uh, she's the host of Switchblade mm-hmm. Sisters and one of the hosts of um Huchacha mm-hmm. my friend uh, Ricky Carmona and uh, she is a real horror movie enthusiast. And I was like, "How did you? How like where did where did your passion for this come from? You know, did you were you just like uh, uh, were you always just always into brutal stuff?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "She grew up with her grandparents who owned a bar, and they would just they would all watch them together since you was a little kid." Yeah, it was like that is insane to me. Just imagining Mima and Pop Pop, you know. Putting in
2: the reanimator or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think there is, I think there just are some people who think that, you know, unless something is, you know, a, 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 you know, a British drawing room movie than it is for kids. Right. That, like, any genre thing is for kids.
3: Right. Chucky is about a doll. Sure. Yeah.
2: <laughs> this isn't for adults. It's one of the best doll movies. It's absolutely. Sure. There's a couple good American
1: Girl movies. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Addie. Well, be... Yeah. I, li- I do like Addy. Yeah. <laughs> she's got a she's got a kind of a zip. Sure. <laughs> you know, she, a certain mm-hmm. je ne sais
2: quoi. And,
3: you know, I think she, she,
2: you know, she she taught us that even though times have changed... Girls haven't. (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good point.
3: Mm -hmm. By the way, I went to the Museum of Failure downtown, and (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty interesting it was just like things i've
2: maybe heard of this but i don't quite know what it is can you explain yes
3: so it's you know in in the vein of the museum of ice cream and random museums that are like pop culture museums these days a
2: museum that exists to be instagram
3: yes exactly but this one is about failure like product failures Uh so there's some cars that fail there's like pepsi clear and uh, like a mc Crystal, like a, Crystal Pepsi, don't Crystal, add us. Yeah. <laughs> My bad, guys. <laughs> I'll show myself out. We're just, um, we're just so, trying to make yeah. Twitter
2: <laughs> tomorrow <laughs> yeah. for you yeah, easier. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Uh, and uh, there was a doll who <laughs> she was like a a, a uh, like an orphan, like a homeless orphan doll who had her hand extended <laughs> so that you could, could
2: give her give money her
3: stuff, <laughs> or she's reaching out for your help. Right. And she was just like this sad. Like a strange oh my gosh. doll covered in dirt and wow. like had a sack on. And next to it was um, Colgate frozen dinners.
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow. You can really taste the toothpaste. Yes. Salisbury steak is really freshening my breath.
3: <laughs> it, was, it was a lot more enjoyable than I ne- I thought it was going to be. I their sure was their slogan is
2: a gentle abrasive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw, Speaking of this thing where a company tries to put their logo on shit, yeah. I was in my grocer's meat aisle, and I saw like pre-marinated meat that you could buy, and it has the Kingsford charcoal logo on it. Yeah. You don't charcoal marinate? <laughs> no, I guess I don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and it seems to me like this will just, no, no matter what this tastes like, maybe it's delicious. If I bite into it, I'm just going to have that Kingsford charcoal thing. It's going to feel like <laughs> biting a coal. Well, I think it is a child of the phenomenon where you literally can, are no
1: longer legally allowed to sell, for example, barbecue sauce. Mm-hmm without having a tie-in to a major national hard liquor brand. Sure, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know when that became the essential quality of all barbecue sauces. Sounds like,
2: like somebody hasn't tried smearing off ketchup.
1: <laughs> <laughs> somebody at somebody at TGI Fridays one day just said, like, let's run an A B test uh whether or not we put in the name of a liquor <laughs> into <laughs> yeah. non liquor related Relish. foods. <laughs> <laughs>
2: This is some rummy relish. <laughs> this is the rummiest relish. Yeah, cuz it's like, okay, well I, you know, barbecue sauce is delicious, but it also reminds me of a time when I was fucked up. Yeah. So I won't even
1: I won't even eat Captain Crunch I- unless it's associated with Diddy's
2: vodka. Mm, sure.
3: <laughs> Diddy's vodka.
2: Oh, Sirac, yeah. yeah.
3: Oh man. I've
2: had Diddy's vodka Diddy's vodka's all right.
1: <laughs> Probably like, the main things we talk about on this show are how much I once fell in love with Skyrim and that Jordan actually kind of likes Diddy's vodka.
2: <laughs> and Crystal Head vodka. Yeah, and George Clooney's tequila now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I have a problem. And, and, <laughs> oh wait, I have a drinking problem. I just <laughs> realized it now.
1: Uh, I love I love Crystal he- Crystal Skull vodka. Mm-hmm. It's so easy. To tape underneath the top of your toilet
2: tank right. so your wife can't fi- uh Oh, yeah. it, see, it's Uh-oh. circular, so it fits right in my bowling bag. Wait a so minute. I say, "Honey, I'm gonna go bowling," and oh, then I well just out. drink out of a skull in the garage. Oh my god! You know why I love the
1: uh, the signature uh, margarita mix from the Cabo Wabo Cantina? Oh my hmm. Because my wife says. That she's going to leave me because I got fired for public drunkenness. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Maybe I'm an
2: alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Uh, Kimmy, I think the last time yeah. you were on the show. Yes. D- m- m- correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Did you Did you just bought your first minivan? Yes. I did. Let's get an
3: update. With my trunk like tray. It's like a
2: year later or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. lot's ahead.
3: happened you, in your life. You went life.
2: ahead and got the trunk tray?
3: You no, know, I remember. He... I got it for free if you recall. Yeah. They cuz we they didn't have the color that I wanted and they said we're going to go get it and they're like lucky they called us up and they're like guess what? You're getting a trunk tray. You're
2: for getting free. the trunk tray. I didn't
3: know what it was for. Now I know what it is mm-hmm. for. Now, it because it would just be like carpet on the Yeah, the I got back.
1: A, I got a trunk tray, baby.
3: Oh, it's something
1: it. else. What do you I got a trunk tray and like a and like a thing where thing where the floor of the back of it? folds up and then underneath there there's this elastic band that's designed to hold your grocery bag oh, so dang. they don't tilt over.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh dang.
1: <laughs> yeah. The the state of the art in uh like basically what we'll call mom related automotive engineering is extraordinary <laughs> these <days. laughs> Truly wow. extraordinary. Wow. Like if you think that it's just, you know, uh Uh, four-door pickup trucks that are getting weird interior fittings (laughs) no yeah yeah these parent mobiles are really yeah
3: are you
2: still are you still are you still loving it how's the minivan lifestyle
3: (laughs) still loving that minivan lifestyle Mm. um i regret not getting the um rails on the top sure yeah I just should have done it right away.
2: Yeah. What what do you and, what would you put on the rails?
3: Uh, I don't know yet.
2: <laughs> okay, you just want <laughs> just them. Just
3: regret it. You know, lumber. Sure. Uh, yep. Uh, I I found a weird feature that if you hold down the unlock button for a few seconds, all four of your windows will go down to halfway.
2: That's nice for
3: no. when you fart. <laughs>
2: My you know, I assumption. Enough.
3: Thank I just you for a clearing f- that up. For
2: fart me. emergency. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You've been the, uh, eating
2: musical fruit. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> like, You're going on a road trip with the gas bars, if you know what I mean.
3: But one day we woke up and all four windows were down the exact same, like. Yeah. And, and I was like, what the fuck is wrong with
2: this? Who these is fucking kids? with us?
3: <laughs> yeah. Because somebody, I either myself or some my husband left the door open, and somebody got into our minivan, like f- freshly into mm. our minivan. Probably three oh, minutes. Oh man,
1: I own. hope yeah. they, <laughs> I hope they didn't steal your CD
2: booklet. No, <laughs> <laughs> your Case Logic. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's a it, it's a DVD booklet. Oh yeah, right. yeah, Cars yeah. and Little Mermaid, and but uh, but yeah, they didn't take anything because we keep nothing in there. Mm. But it was it, I felt so violated. That afterwards. happened to me.
2: That's how I lost my Zune.
3: Oh, man. I'm yeah. sorry, buddy.
2: And, oh, God. I think maybe I've, I've... got some extra zooms if you need one.
3: <laughs>
1: Thank you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think I'm okay. Okay. Uh, I got in a, uh, I got rear-ended not too long ago uh, on the road. That's a booty bump that you don't want. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Call Pat O'Brien <laughs> because yeah. I O'Connor. just got yeah. – Pat O'Connor, excuse me. <laughs>
3: Pat O'Brien did the – he started um rear-ends. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah.
2: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um. And you know, just a you know, traffic on Sunset, right? We all know hashtag
3: hashtag.
2: Yeah, sure. Have a Grove, (laughs) sure. Grove, (laughs) you're by the Grove, right? Bumper to bumper. So this dude, you know, just kind of gives me a gives me a you know, ten mile per hour booty bump. Oh, bummer. And he checks in. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, okay, I'm not hurt you know, uh, everything's all right. I, I drop it off at the auto body shop. And this is, you know, basically just bumper damage. Right. So, I mean, I think the the bump happened on, like, February 21st. And then, you know, I called the auto body shop the next day. I'm like, hey, I just, you know, to check on the car. I dropped it off yesterday. Do you have an estimate? And they're like, oh, yeah. So it won't be ready until March 19th. Whoa. <laughs> so oh, God. if you're a body shop, in L.A., in West Hollywood, should you not just have Prius bumpers? Should you not just have them there to snap on at a moment's notice? This should have been a two-hour thing. Why, why is it taking this long you to know, get a Prius bumper?
1: You know how when, sometimes when you go to the gas station, uh, you while you're at the pump, you can buy a $5 car wash? And then go through, roll through that automated car wash. They should have that for Prius bumpers. (laughs) Yeah. Like you just go to the gas station and on the little screen says, would you like a car wash? And you say no. It says, would you like a Prius bumper? You (laughs) say yes. "Yes." You just roll through an automated thing. You got to put it in neutral and keep
2: the wheels straight. Yeah. (laughs) It should just be if you need a fresh bumper. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Did, uh, I got two scratches on my new car though, and they were both my fault. No oh. parking. What? Yeah, I hear you. Getting out, the valet gave me my keys, and he's like, "Can you get out?" I was like, "Sure." And then he's like, "Come back, come back." And I, went, and I was like, "Ah!" So yeah. That was my first. I know scratches the worst. Guys, I so.
1: bought I bought my wife' a car five years ago, <laughs> and it was the first new car we either of us had ever had in our life. It was very exciting. Beautiful, beautiful station wagon. Mm. <laughs> And I'm going to say two days later. And I had also never – I had never been at fault in my driving career. And I had gotten rear-ended once, but I had never messed up my car accidentally at all. Uh, I'm going to say three or four days into owning this car, I had borrowed it to go get something at the grocery store or something. Uh, Didn't see a pole that was on the sidewalk Uh and scraped like – I'm gonna say three feet along no. the oh. back quarter of oh, the car. God. Yeah, just oh god, brrr. it was like a weird fence that was there that was like oh. in my blind spot. Oh, I those mystery see it.
2: fences! <laughs> like
1: a weird edge of the edge of the sidewalk metal fence. Mm-hmm. What the oh. oh, it was so terrible. It oh. was the worst. And then we got she got rear-ended. Her car got rear-ended one day, and I was like, great. They have to replace the rear end now. That's where I destroyed it. No. They somehow managed to fix around the thing. And I was like, come on. Just bill the insurance company to spray the car. Sure. (laughs) Like, that's why you have insurance. Mm -hmm. So they'll pay for you to spray the car when someone else rear ends you. (laughs) It's a very minor fraud. (laughs) Jesse, do you think you're close to the end of Fallout? Uh, no, not even a little bit. I've got a long way to go. I mean, I just figured out how to craft armor, Jordan. Mm, mm. Yeah. Plus, I'm trying to figure out when should I and should I not be wearing my power suit all the time. You know, why you would know you, what not like. why don't don't, you not wear the power suit? Why would you not wear the power suit? What if you suit? run into a
2: super mutant and you're not wearing your power suit? So always wear it. What if? It's what are a, we arguing about? What if there's a mirror lurk? Yeah. So why are you, would you take it off? Uh, because you're going to run out of power cores. Oh, okay. So it's a, there's a finite resource attached to it. Exactly. Do they okay. come
3: with super shoes as well? <laughs>
2: those power yeah. suits?
3: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, okay. Super shoes okay. and
1: okay. mega caps. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they're nice.
2: And <laughs> no, yes. those ear flaps. That's what, for warmth in the winter? <laughs> like Charlie Brown?
1: Ear
3: flaps. I will yeah.
2: occasionally a friend who, like, doesn't ask video games, who doesn't play video games, will just be chit-chatting with me, and they know I like video games, so they'll ask me, you know, it's like, I oh, wouldn't see any good movies like me. What are you reading? Have you... Been, 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 and, you know, like, oh, so you're you playing video games? And I just don't want to explain it to them because I'll feel like a Dorcas. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, I'm like, yeah, I... It's called it's called Near Automata. You're a robot, and you have a, it's a there's a chip system to your upgrades, and you're wearing a little dress, and you can buy extra weapons, and they float out in front of you, and you have a robot friend. And anyway, I've learned some new combos. Yeah, it's a pretty combo heavy game. And you know, anyway. What am I doing? I have a drinking problem. (laughs) My
1: my main problem with playing one of these video games, like Fallout, like a big complicated Mm -hmm. video game, uh, which is like the way many to most video games are now. Sure. It's like there's ones that you can buy to download. But if you have to to buy it on a DVD or whatever video games come on, a (laughs) Blu-ray, I don't know. If you have to buy it on a disc, it's definitely like absurdly expansive. I, like I didn't even realize there was a targeting system in Fallout until I had been playing it. I'm going to say a month. Mm. Like this is like the the number of things you can do in games. There's too. There's so many buttons on there now. Sure. <laughs> I don't know what what half the buttons do. Half of the buttons I don't. I couldn't tell you. I'm not even. I've had an Xbox for. Counting the Xbox 360 that I had preceding my Xbox number one, I don't. I think I've had an Xbox for ten years. Mm-hmm. I still definitely can't. When they show you on the screen what button to press, I still definitely have to look down at my <laughs> controller and see which one that is. <laughs> Um
3: next you're gonna need your glasses.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for your beepers. I, I, I wear my readers, there's no doubt about <laughs> that. Yeah, you have them on a little chain some, around your neck. That's some pretty slick, I don't mean to brag, Dr. Dina Dells. Mm. Mm.
2: Very nice. Put your bun up with a pencil. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I uh,
3: did play a one video game today. I was just hanging out with a friend and Laddie got a hold of a controller and wanted to play, and they and I was like, Oh, let me let me try this. And it was an independent Game Like, you downloaded yeah. it from the internet. I didn't even know these existed. Yeah. I've been so There's out of the game. artsy games now. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a designed-to-be 8-bit, but what I liked about it the most is you could die as much as you wanted, and you just came right back. That's nice. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's nice.
1: Short yeah.
3: levels, you can die a lot.
1: Was it an exploration of depression at all? I feel like uh, usually they're, these yes. games are yeah, explorations yeah. of depression. Come to
3: think of it, Yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, yeah there you go. The good girl just, they're like, oh, you're a lone wolf, huh? Like There's yeah. a lot of talking about her being a lone wolf. But then she had like some kind of super zoom power where she just like oh, zap. Yeah. I don't know, guys. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. You a know, lone
1: wolf just zapping around. Yeah. There's a stigma associated with mental illness. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me. Mentally ill people are strong. For example, they have a super zoom power, <laughs> <laughs> which a lot of people don't know about. And
2: some have ultra shoes. Sure.
1: Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. What a thrilling
2: Max Fun Drive it was. And our thanks to each and every one of you. Love the donors, love the fans, and love all the dankity memes <laughs> coming our way during the Max Fun Drive. As <laughs> dankity dank as it gets? Is dankity gonna be your new thing? I think so. What I are mean, you? Do you remember listen. Manny the
1: hippie from Letterman?
2: Oh yeah, he ranked things <laughs> from, from diggity, diggity dank to, to schwiggity, swag, schwiggity swag. Yeah. <laughs> and then later he went to jail. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway. Um, yeah, so thank you so much. We actually not only did we pass our goal of twenty five thousand donors, we also passed our goal of twenty eight thousand new and upgrading members, which was a stretch goal that again I did not expect us to make. So we got something special coming down the pipe for the stretch goal. What is it? We are going to have a Max Fun show, travel to a Max Fun fans' hometown, uh, take them out to a spa for a mani pedi and a massage. Then give them flowers and chocolate, take them home to their own house, mm-hmm. cook dinner for them right there and then, uh, and then perform a show for them and all of their friends.
2: Cool. And if actually, actually, if it's uh, if we do that, yeah, I don't know if it's I don't know if we've decided who the show is. Right. If it's us, I gotta I gotta leave a little bit early. I gotta I got an early morning. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but this is it's been great. It's been really fun. Um, hmm. but I should. Uh, Jordan. I mean. It's kind of what you signed up for. Yeah, but it's just, you know, I'm so early. Oh, I'm just so busy. Well, Jordan, fine. Yeah.
1: If we're doing it Mm -hmm. and you have to leave early because you have a busy morning, Mm -hmm. I got to stay home. I got to shampoo my hair.
2: Oh, okay. Actually, it'll probably just be "Can I pet your dog?" Though, right? <laughs> yeah. So, why are we? Even, everyone likes that better. Why are we even coming up with excuses? <laughs> and for good reason. Why are
1: we even coming up with excuses? So, in all sincerity, thank you so much to every single Max Fund supporter, uh, continuing supporters, folks who upgraded, new supporters. Every single one of you is our hero, and it's so great to get to work for you.
2: Yeah, start uh, nominating on that bonus content too. Nom, nom, nom. You earned it.
1: Shooting the breeze with Jordan Morris. That's by far the best-received bonus content, by the way, Jordan. I should hope so. (laughs) Uh, We also have a couple of non-listener supporters
2: on this week's program, like our friends at HelloFresh. You know what's great about HelloFresh, Jordan? Well, I mean, it's a meal kit delivery service that delivers your favorite recipes, ingredients, so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. I was going to say it was perfect for a romantic dinner at home. Oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I th- I agree. I like to cook with HelloFresh. I think it's great for that. Yeah. You're very romantic. Sure. You know that about me. You've been called a new romantic. <laughs> right. I mean, it doesn't come
1: across on this show. No, but it's it's obvious if you see a picture of you with uh, when
2: you were playing rhythm guitar for Sheila E. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, those were good times. Why did I quit to do this. Anyway, uh, HelloFresh offers three plans, classic, veggie, and family. Each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients. None of them are stolen. None, yes. (laughs) No stolen No, yes. No one sidled (laughs) up to a uh, fruit cart and pretended to engage the fruit man (laughs) while palming an apple in their other hand. (laughs) They just grab an apple and go, HelloFresh, and run. (laughs) Uh, Enjoy not having to play dinner, spend money on takeout for an easy night, or worrying about gathering ingredients. They take around 30 minutes. Uh, subscribe to get delicious filling meals delivered every week for less than $10 per serving. For $30 off your
1: first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and you enter the promo code JJGo30. That's HelloFresh.com and the code is JJGo30 for $30 off your first week of HelloFresh.
2: Hello. Fresh. Hello. Is it fresh you're looking for? I don't know. Is that is that is that you as Lionel Richie? It is, yeah. That's that's their slogan that they didn't ask us to write. Are they endorsed by Lionel Richie at all? <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I mean, you're going to want to eat this food all night long. <laughs> Lionel Richie. What well, are
1: you saying? Lionel Richie founded HelloFresh?
2: Well, I mean, listen, I did a little work with Lionel after I quit Sheila E.'s band. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about meal boxes. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I think he's on board. Oh, what about uh, his daughter, Nicole Richie? Uh, I mean, well, I think she'd probably enjoy the food, but I have not received. Uh, I we haven't spoken. Okay, well, when there's you... some bad blood between us. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Really. So you you were on Paris's side in their big split up? You know, I'm sorry. I'm a Paris man,
1: but she's surprisingly good on good news. That's true. Is that what that show is called? Great news. Great news. Great news. Anyway, funny show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We are also brought to you this week. Uh, By our friends at Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is a clothing service where all you have to do is you go to what's called a website Mm -hmm. and you type in a a little bit of information about yourself. I mean, I'm talking about uh, what's your size? What are some of your favorite styles? Uh, What's your budget? Uh, And a personal stylist who works there at Stitch Fix. Yeah. This isn't just someone who just wandered in off the street. This is one of their employees.
2: Will pick out five brand new clothing items just for you. And they use your preferences to pick your clothes. If you don't like something, if you need another size, just send the items back because shipping is free both ways, and you only pay for what you keep. You can sign up for repeat deliveries, or you can order them when you want. Did You get you got something in the mail from Stitch Fix, oh, right? Oh, yeah. I'm a, I'm a Stitch Fix fan, which is a little tough to say. Uh-huh. I'm a Stitch Fix fan, and yeah, I always get great stuff. I have a favorite pair of jeans from them. Uh, I've got some great shirts that you can dress up and dress down.
1: Oh, well, that's are two ways you want to dress. Exactly. Up and down. <laughs> I've had too many down the middle shirts.
2: When a problem comes along, you must stitch it. And Mark Mothersbaugh does endorse Stitch Fix. Oh, thank it's goodness. Uh, hurry to stitchfix.com slash JJGo
1: to get started now. Keep all five items you receive and you'll get 25% off your entire purchase. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love you. Love you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy
3: detective. Kimmy Gatewood, putting the 10 in tendinitis. <laughs> Hello.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look out. Jordan, can I ask you one last video game question? Please. You know at the beginning of one of these long, complicated video games where you get to stretch out your guy's face in
2: different directions?
1: Yeah. Oh, that has like a character creator at the beginning? What? Yeah. Yeah, well,
2: for a long time- Highly customizable.
1: For a long time, video games, I would say since about 2002, video games have had this mode where you can make your guy look like Mr. T. Mm-hmm. That's the sure. main- <laughs> Or Goku. <laughs> Got it. Uh, I, I feel like as these things, these, these systems have mm-hmm. been around for 15 years or whatever, maybe even a little more, and I still- I I still feel like I have no control over the process. Like I am so confused while I'm trying to do it. I don't know. I just want it. I just want it to. Like basically, I want two modes. Mm-hmm. If I press A, which isn't even an Xbox button, I don't <laughs>
2: think it, but, uh, Xbox doesn't A. It doesn't. It? Okay. X Y A B. Oh, Okay, great. And then the shoulder buttons. If I press anyway, Select, I have a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. If I
1: press if I press A, I want it to make make the guy look like Mister T. Mm-hmm. If I press B, I want the guy to look like me. Sure, that's it. That's all I'm shooting for. It's either Mister T or me. There's no other types of thing. And I I I I put so much, and it's very boring to stretch to change the god I know distance that is such a eyeballs, That is such a snooze. Change the color of your eyebrows. Yeah, like really. I appreciate the customizability, but I really just want a Mr. T button and a look like me button.
2: Whenever I have the – also kind of a semi-recent development in the world of video games is you get to name stuff. Yeah. I just call everything my cat. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't name a horse recently. I had to name a rideable chicken recently. Yeah. Let's get the same name as the a cat. A rideable chicken? Yeah. I'm How big f-
3: was that chicken? Pretty it's... big. Okay. Horse so size. It wasn't a t- is this like a Grimm's chicken. Fairy Tales <laughs> game you no,
2: were playing? This is, this is one of the constants in the Final Fantasy series. Because you ride on a chicken? Is a rewrite of Chochabo. <laughs> <laughs> a giant chicken. Well, you should have just said Chochabo. I should have said Chochabo. know what I a Chochabo is. That you guys? I don't I saw, know. I didn't yeah. want to assume.
1: Right. I know it as a chochabo, not as a giant rideable chicken. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm sure, Kimmy, the same, same I thing. Know,
3: also it, know I also know what it as a chochabo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Delicious. Sure.
2: <laughs> Love getting it. Chochabo at Disneyland. Yeah. Get a nice <laughs> roll it in cinnamon and sugar. <laughs>
3: Cucucuca chew
2: mm-hmm. over at the kookaroo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I am probably mispronouncing chochabo. So people should just go ahead at and gas station
1: TV. Yeah, yeah, at gas station TV. If you've got any corrections for this week's program on Twitter at gas station TV, let them know. And also, can you get a get a, a show on that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Two questions. So number
1: one, correct seven, my pronunciation number... of Chocobo. Yeah, and also demand a show. Yeah, we would like to have a show. We don't presently have a show. No, <laughs> we're over here podcasting. Oh, yeah, what a fucking waste. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, people only listen to cereal, I think. Mm-hmm. And business advice programs. Mm-hmm. let <laughs> re listen to that. <laughs> Gary Vaynerchuk. Mm-hmm. We're the Gainer- Gary Vaynerchuk of aimlessness. Sure.
3: <laughs> right? Yeah. What do you say? Could Guys, I'll... do you think gas station TV is taking pitches right now?
1: I yeah, think it is. I hope All so. Right. Oh, otherwise, how would they make my
2: avatar I, look so looking much for like something, me? They're looking for something very, like, bingeable in the yes. prestige <laughs> yes. space. Oh, pitches. You yeah. s- I thought you said pictures. Oh, pitches.
1: <laughs> yeah. Mine makes more sense if, you, if, if Gas Station pictures. TV is taking pictures of you while you're at the pump. Yeah. Uh, I think they're taking pitches. Yeah, I mean, Fantastic. I yeah, but only I've got like a let like Lena Dunham
2: can go in there and pitch something, <laughs> right. sure. Um uh No, they want that pedigree. They want that kind of Emmy Emmy winning pedigree. That
1: guy who created Blackish can go in there and pitch something. <laughs> sure. It's really the creme de la creme. So yeah, you
2: have to be kind of an established creator and you also have to agree to, you know, whatever your show is, also include the characters talking about how Slim Jims are inexpensive now. <laughs> yeah. Can go in and grab one of those
3: gasish
1: gas gasher. <laughs> that was based on Jordan's childhood yes. friends. <laughs> it's about it and their passion for musical. Fruit. <laughs> okay, when something momentous happens to you, like for example, you realize that if you hold down the unlock button, all of the windows on your minivan go to half mast. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So when there's a national tragedy. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. <laughs> or you're too drunk to fuck. <laughs> sure. What? You can only all, oh, half-past. Okay, half okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, we ask you to call us for our segment, momentum. Is making a dead
2: Kennedy joke <laughs> I don't understand?
1: <laughs> Two zero You know me, Jordan. <laughs> sure. If it ain't a germs joke, (laughs) (laughs) right? The dead Kennedys. (laughs) All my flipper humor here. Mm -hmm. 206 984 4FUN is the number to call. 206 984 4FUN. Here's our first telephone call.
3: Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and Go. This is Nikki calling from Vermont, and I'm calling with a momentous occasion. I'm a single mom of four teenagers and a homeowner of a 200-year-old house where I keep having water issues. Finally got some plumbers here last week, and after two plumbers being here for two hours, they told me I needed a new well. I was not willing to accept that, so I did some digging of my own. And just this morning, I discovered the problem. There's a broken water line in my crawl space, and I found it, and they didn't, and now I'm going to take on the world. feels pretty great. Thanks for a great show. Love you guys.
1: First of all, we love you, too, very much.
2: I I, was—listen, I'm sorry to our caller. Mm Mm-hmm. When I heard I'm a single mom and two plumbers came out, <laughs> I was like, oh, boy, is this just someone, is this porn? Yeah. Are you just describing porn to us? Uh, yeah, I think anyway. that's what
1: happened. Well, uh, the misconception that I had as you I gotta was get listening in that to this crawl space. was how uh, the plumbers told her that she needed a new well. And then she said, so... I went out and did some digging myself and I just thought she was gonna say, and voila, knew well. Sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was gonna go digging on the internet. No. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, best go. probably don't do that. Yeah. Probably I would, I would advise against it. Sounds it. like she needed what she really needed was a leak
2: detection specialist. You know when something <laughs> that happens with calls a lot is that people will say, Hi Jordan, hi Jesse, hi guest and then they'll try and guess who the guest is? Yeah. No one's ever got that right, right? Like, that's never happened. I think it might have happened once. Oh, okay. Really? Anyway, I was going to say we should think of a prize for when someone nails that. But if it's already happened, then. Let's... I don't know. A uh, uh, Woth Reaper,
1: Hunter Ellen Boss. You sure. know if it happened before. Yeah, let us certainly, know. <laughs> certainly, Rachel Rosing knows better than we do mm-hmm. whether it's happened before. Um so just let us know. Uh you can do it on Reddit or whatever. Anyway,
2: we'll th- we should think of a of a prize that's always kind of in play for we'll that. Probably send a couple of plumbers over here. Yeah, send a couple of plumbers <laughs> to get in your crawl space. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that was not allowed. Got to be no. careful. That's, <laughs> no. That's one of the situations no. where
1: you got to be real careful about leak detection. Sure, you got to Unless you want to become a single mother, no. <laughs> and I do. Yeah, well, you know, <sighs> one of these days, hands on your
2: knees. One of these days,
1: Bend over, hands on the knees. Sure. Is that correct?
3: Sunset flip. That's Sunset correct. flip.
2: <laughs> Got it.
1: That's how
3: you get four teenagers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> one flip, fourteen teenagers.
1: Uh, let's take another call.
4: Hi, Jordan Jesse, and let's go with Paul Shear. Um, this is Patrick from Tucson, with what I hope is a momentous occasion. Yesterday, I received a text message from my friend in L.A., and in the message was a picture of a thank-you card I had sent him, thanking him for the cute outfits and videos that he sent me for my newborn son. Uh, I was living in the Bay Area at the time, and what's momentous about this is this thank-you card arrived In the mail, eight full years after I had mailed it to him. (laughs) Way to go, USPS. Love the show. Have a great one, thanks.
1: That's fucking awesome. Yeah. That's fucking great. Anybody who hears that story and thinks it's a story about the incompetence of the United States Postal Service and not the astonishing competence, (laughs) that's incredible. Eight years later? That's like Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Yeah. But it's cute outfits and videos for a baby? It's a thank you note. A thank
2: you note for the cute outfits yeah, and videos. Yeah, that, that made it eight years after
1: it was mailed. hmm God damn it. And I appreciate the guest guests. Ca- that, that, uh, that fucking thank you note is such a fucking Michael J. Fox dog.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a real, yeah, it's a real sassy. Which, I mean, that, that little poor,
3: that poor little letter was stuck in Shadow. the basement somewhere. Yeah. You know, it's just like stuck maybe in between like a mail sorter and A couple somebody, of Santas. Yeah. A
2: couple yeah. of Santa letters.
3: Yeah, totally. And somebody peeled it out one day and mm-hmm. said, what are you doing here, pal? Let's find you a home.
2: It was uh, <laughs> incredible because the son had actually gone to live with the mom yeah. since then. So it was a painful <laughs> oh, reminder God. of. Oh, God of how he messed things up. Uh yeah, I feel like I am a big I like to send a postcard. That's oh. one of my hobbies hmm. So I always like it's fun to have stamps in your wallet. Right. And I always like getting them, so like send... Don't
3: put them on Don't put them on your deck when you're trying to have sex.
2: Oh, okay. You know what? That's <laughs> happened before. And, yeah, this explains a lot, actually. Let's let's just say you detected a leak. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, Um, Let's just say they weren't forever stamps. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Really
1: know what I'm getting at there, what? there were those bioluminescent animals <laughs> right yeah. that are out now, yeah.
2: and let's just say I paid a little more from um, for them to donate to breast cancer <laughs> well, let's just say those flag stamps were at half mass <laughs> <Right>, sure <laughs> um yeah, I like sending postcards, but I feel like one eighth of them just don't get there, they yeah. just don't, but maybe i mean i was I was cross about that. I think oh, when we went to uh London to the London Podcast Festival, I popped a postcard for a friend, never got there. Uh and I guess that's probably on the British Postal Service as much as it is the American. So. Well we were we were only in London six months ago. Yeah. So you got seven and, I and half seven years. and a half more years. So I'm i I'm not mad yet. Not mad There's yet. There's a window
1: for these things. Right. It's not, if you wanna mail if you want priority, you gotta mail it priority mail. No, you're right. Otherwise get
2: in line, buddy. Is this is Brexit's fault. Yeah, I blame Brexit. I blame Brexit too. Yeah. That warm beer.
3: I love sending mail so much. It's fun. There is nothing better than going to the uh, post box and getting some fresh mail that's mm. not a bill mm. and it's got your name, you know, handwritten. Oh, and I hate return those return address. Whoo, I hate those uh, junk mail that they hand write your name anyway. They oh, they, they break yes. my heart every Sweet. time. Apple,
2: <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, I agree. I'll fuck take you, anything. Red Cross. <laughs> You're, <laughs> yeah. Take this,
1: disabled veterans of America.
2: Oh, handwrite my name, tricking me into thinking it's from mommy. It's not. City of
3: Hope, City of Shut the <laughs> Fuck. <up. laughs>
2: yeah. We'll be socking it to those charities <laughs> on this episode. Thank goodness. Yeah, <laughs> Thank I goodness still uh, do. I still do my bills via mail. Oh, I still, really? I That's still delightful. do. I still write a check. Slip it in the envelope, put on a stamp. I do like walking to the mailbox. That is like a fun kind of meditative thing. Mm-hmm. Filling out the bills is, you know, has a has a kind of a relaxing quality to it. Anyway. I I have to say, if it were,
1: I have Kimmy. We've been friendly for a long time, but we're not close. You might not know this about me, but I have amazing credit. Oh,
3: but I'm sorry, <laughs> I have such, so much respect for you now. Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> but. I bet you regret not giving me that loan earlier. <laughs> uh, however, if we did not live in the era of automated bill pay, mm-hmm. I would I would be I, I would be in a debtor's prison right now. <laughs> like the extent to which I am reliant on telling a computer, just take whatever you want from me. Sure. Like a rival computer, the cable company's computer, uh, you know, the computer of the Condé Nast magazines. It's in charge of the New Yorker, probably. Yeah. Like any, like I, the the amount, and I never check. I have never checked to see if they're charging me the right amount. My cell phone bill right now, I've had my plan long enough. They could be charging $750 a month, and I would have no eye. Because just the idea, just the possibility of thinking about it makes me so uncomfortable, nervous, and upset that I just write it, just push it, just segregate it, just build a wall around it, fucking cask of Amontillado those feelings, mm.
2: <laughs> let, the, let the computers handle it. It's a good way, doing physical bills is a good way to, like – feel a sense of accomplishment for a day without right. actually doing anything. I like that. <laughs> I like the sense of accomplishment that comes with you're like take Oh I gotta pay the bills. Take that Coles card. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Lane dear Lane Bryant. <laughs> I'm taking thanks, care of business. Thanks for
2: the flirty shorts. <laughs>
3: You should do that next time. Write like a nice little note to whoever you picked the up to. Oh, yeah. To and see Dear what
2: Spectrum, I love you. <laughs> like most people. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Yeah. I've never had a problem with the service. You yeah. know? Anyway. Nice Spectrum. Very nice Spectrum. <laughs> Hashtag Spectrum love. Yeah. Let's. Hey, guys. You know who doesn't get thanked enough? cable company uh, they're out there doing uh, the lord's work
1: periodically changing their brand's name <laughs> sure. so that it'll confuse
2: people and make them forget how much they hate the predecessor mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah let's get out let's get out there and tell the unsung heroes of utilities yeah <laughs> Is that a utility sure we're talking about
1: the electric company the sure. railroad right <laughs> Gas.
2: Sure. We've been talking a lot about gas. Water. Oh, can't live without that.
3: Wells. So, hey, get out there
2: on the internet and thank your favorite utility.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you're talking gas, you want to go straight to the source and thank (laughs) (laughs) physical. Sure. Yeah. Uh. Yes. Is both an illustration Boot. of what we were talking about in my and feelings, feelings about, about the, the whole, the I whole just segment made. up until this point. <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs>
3: Are you tired of trying to keep up with the news cycle? Is bad stuff happening too fast for you to process? Don't you wish there was an easy way to find out about only the most important info you need? Hi, we're Lisa. (laughs) And Emily. (laughs) Why don't you try our podcast, Baby Geniuses? On each episode of our podcast, we discuss a weird Wikipedia page such as Flatulence Humor, Clamato, Catalan Witches, Slippy, the Microsoft Office Helper, Death During Consensual Sex, and The Talking Mongoose. We ask each other stupid questions.
0: Uh, if you <laughs> if you got a packet with like 300 seeds in it, what
3: kind of plant would you choose the seeds
0: to be? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that felt like you were assigned to ask me a question, and there were certain words you weren't allowed to use. We talk about Martha Stewart, her pony, and other celebrity horse news. Ben Chunch every other week on baby Maximum geniuses, Fun, with Baby Geniuses
0: this is something somebody don't know love love
3: Hey,
2: this is Griffin McElroy.
3: Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. And
2: we've got a new podcast on Maximum Fun called Wonderful.
3: Wonderful. It's an
2: enthusiast podcast where we talk about things that we're excited about and things that you're excited about.
3: Things like overalls. 24-hour Sudafed. The grand prize game.
2: The fact that wombats use their butts to kill predators.
3: The soundtrack to the movie Dick Tracy.
2: The beach potion we call Bud Light Line.
3: All these things and more every Wednesday, and we'll also talk about things that you're excited about.
1: You can find us on MaximumFun.org or iTunes or wherever. I don't know. Just search Wonderful. Google it, you'll probably get there. It's Jordan Jesse. Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's
3: radio.
2: Jordan Morris, boy detective.
3: Kimmy Gatewood. Pat O'Connor's
2: ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This is all starting to make sense. What proportion, Pat O'Connor done you wrong? What proportion, <laughs> Kimmy? What proportion of your glow
1: time yeah. uh, are you spending making television shows? Yes. And what proportion are you spending in a wrestling gym <laughs> practicing Pat O'Connor's?
3: <laughs> well, before we even start shooting, we do four weeks. Of like three to four hours a day, like depending. a spring
1: training situation. E- yes, wow. Well, you go exactly. down to Tucson, Cactus
3: yeah. League. <laughs> Indeed. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they throw us and all the, take us down to Tijuana. <laughs> uh-huh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> you Do a
1: lot of jogging in rubber yes. suits <laughs> yeah. to lose water weight.
3: I thought that was what it was going to be, but it was just much more gentle than that. Thank God. But uh, yeah, and then depending on how much wrestling is in the episode, you will. On your off days, or if you're while you're not shooting, you'll go and practice wrestling. Wow. So Yeah,
1: that's amazing.
3: But like, for we were all like a lot of not a lot of us were in one episode completely, and so there was much more just like training and maintenance, really, because the finales tend to be pretty huge in terms of wrestling. So. I mean, in the build-up to a big pay-per-view event as well, I would imagine. Sure. yeah. And the cage match, of course. Right. There was a time when I was like, I could do this. Maybe I could be a wrestler. And oh, then- wow. Well,
2: so you considered maybe saying, fuck it to the show and going on the road where I the was real like, wrestling fans are. And,
3: the- and then I was like, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but maybe at some point you would get yeah. to the big show, which... By that, I mean the Gathering of the Juggalos, which has a significant significant wrestling portion. It does? Yes. Yeah. They love it. The big show in wrestling is the Gathering of the Juggalos, (laughs) where you would go to wrestle uh, wrestler the big show. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and then they mean that in two ways. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, like, let's say, fuck it to the prestige TV part of this. Yeah. P- pure wrestling from here on out. Um, and do you do, now you're like between seasons. Yeah. Will you do any casual just
3: wrestling in your off time? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> also, Hi. I'm, in oh, these sure, you're for very injured. You're I can't injured. I can't use my wrists at all, which you forget how vital wrists are. Yeah. You know, lifting a three year old and playing, and opening doors.
2: Prestige indie video games
3: as well <laughs> yes. kind of slows your reaction yes. time. Yes. Did you
1: did you visit any lot? I- I'll tell you. Lately, my <clears throat> my freshman year college roommate Mike uh, has he's been a he's been he's taken up photography and which makes my Facebook feed a lot nicer because he's a gifted photographer yeah. and he shoots a lot at these. Local wrestling events. Uh huh. Yeah. Not like in the, he lives up in uh, the Bay Area, and I'm not not talking about in the Oracle Arena or anything. It's not at the (laughs) Oakland Coliseum or even the Cow Palace. We're talking about what looks like college gyms. Yeah. At best, mm-hmm. I would say at best. I was going to say a rec center, okay? But no, yeah.
3: they wrestle on the Mason Lodge up in the valley. Now oh, we're indie yeah. wrestling thing. Yeah. So,
1: have you gone? Do you go? Have you gone to any of those events?
3: No, I've tried, but they sell out very quickly. Oh. And so I'm. I think I sounds like...
1: like somebody should be moving <laughs> to the Elks Lodge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Slightly more but, else. like, uh, my, you know, Open Mike Eagle is a big fan of of wrestling, so I told him next time he goes, he has to bring me along to one of these indie events. Because they seem scrappier than, like, the bigger, uh, like, uh, WWE. Yeah, yeah you know?
1: I don't think I have ever looked at documentation of something and had simultaneously the feeling of it seeming extraordinarily fun and extraordinarily sad. <laughs> like, for sure. Like the idea that these people are doing this, and in the end they're going to get twenty five dollars, kind of bums me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, although I know there are also very big independent wrestling things with people who make a good living doing it. Our past guest, Colt Cabana. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, that's his world is like the creme de la creme of independent wrestling like around the world. And also the gathering of the Juggalos. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> He's sure. been to several gathering of the Juggalos as I a mean, professional wrestler. It's
3: got to be the equivalent of doing like a like a like a shitty 10 minute set stand-up wise yeah (laughs) like like you leave with 10 bucks it's like you lose your dignity right it's like if
2: improv destroyed your spine (laughs) 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 but it is truly like the
1: closest i've ever been to that was when i went to the uh, a minor league basketball game Mm -hmm. and i was really excited about going to a minor league basketball game because I don't know if either of you guys have ever been to a basketball game where you have like good seats. Mm-hmm. It is really cool. Like basketball is, I enjoy basketball in general, but like when you're like right there and you're watching like amazing basketball players play basketball, it's like, holy shit. Like you can hear them talking to each other and you know, it's, it's cool. And I thought, well, I'll like doing this. When I was a kid, I used to go to the pro, there's a pro-am league, you know, like a summer league. Uh, where just guys who are, and some local NBA players, but then also like guys who play professional basketball in Greece mm. all play together <laughs> in a in a weird a rec uh, in a weird rec center, <laughs> and I loved that. But I went to this minor league basketball game to see the minor league Golden State Warriors, the Santa Cruz Warriors play the Los Angeles Lakers minor league team, which are called like the Los Angeles Mini Lakers or something,
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> the little the little Lakers, yeah. Um, the Lady Luckers? Yeah.
1: It's sort of like mini-kiss. <laughs> yeah. They're sort of a tribute to mm-hmm. the regular Lakers. Right. Um, and uh, it's a good hook for them. And it was at, like, a weird hockey practice facility that happened to have a gym. And it sucks. Like ice
0: hockey? Yes.
1: <laughs> it was so weird. You had to, like, walk through. If you imagine, like, a suburban ice skating center you know like a like a like a bowling center but with five ice rinks (laughs) you had to walk through all that to get to this gym at the end where they were playing a minor league basketball game and it was a disaster it was so boring and lame Mm -hmm. and crappy uh you couldn't see what was happening it was a real bummer um but uh i still have faith That that and and the part of what was going on was this just a profound sadness, despite the extraordinary skill of the players. Uh, But but I like an indie video game. I feel like, (laughs) for instance, yeah, that is what's happening in your
2: in your in your local wrestling event. (laughs) I uh, it was International Women's Day recently.
3: Oh great! Thank guy. you,
2: thank yeah. you. I just wanted to bring that up. You know, one what? of my favorite days of the year. Real women have curves. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and uh, ICP tweeted on International Women's Day, and Saint Cloud Posse tweeted, "Hey, no matter what we say in our raps, we love and respect Weemon. Oh. <laughs> they spelled it W E M O N. No better. <laughs> uh, it was. I mean. That was the was the fucking best. I was just like, god, that is like that was a perfect way to do that. Anyway, I just wanted to <laughs> I say I love and respect that. WeeBon. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, my God. I like that you checked in with them on International yeah. Women's
2: Day. I, uh, it was tweeted to Are me. Are
3: you sure? Are
1: you like 100% sure that it was the ICP who tweeted that and not Jamaican Bart Simpson?
2: <laughs> it might have been. It might have been Jamaican Bart. Oh, you know, it was not him because he was too busy uh, being trapped between a fat woman's butt cheeks. Oh
1: my God. Get out of there, Jamaican Bart. Get out of Bart. there.
2: And, um, it was uh i'm on a, a like a text chain with some uh, i some uh all the old at midnight writers and nick weiger texted that yeah it's just because we did so many icp jokes on that show and then he's like and blake a texted us that's the plural of we man, <laughs> <laughs> is a, talented God. man. Very talented. a
1: lot of funny inside <laughs> that little guy Oh my goodness
2: gracious. Anyway, I love and respect Weemon. (laughs) Real Weemon? (laughs) (laughs) Ah. Anyway, thank you, Kimmy. It's always just so nice to have a to have a smart, funny no, Wee Man on the show. Uh,
1: we man, Jordan. We man. Treat your corrections to at gas station and at Jamaican. Uh, Kimmy Gatewood, you just finished filming this uh, new uh, season of the hit show Glow. Yes. Uh, When will that be hitting internet, roughly?
3: Um, I'm guessing. At some point. (laughs) point. Keep an eye out of what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know yet. I mean, it came out in June last year, so I'm. Assuming June this year. Have you had any
1: re- occasion to go to the production offices of the whatever it's called Gen. G. Cohan Company that are across the street mm. from our
3: office? I, that's where I auditioned. Yeah. yeah. So this Wait. is a
2: lucky street.
1: Yes, can I, I mean, not for us. Is. This has been. Can, <laughs> I g- can I give a shout out to Jordan Jesse Goh's top celebrity listener right now? Mm hmm. Genji Cohan's husband who hey. I met one time. Hey, Yeah.
2: Sorry, Genji Cohan's amazing. husband. You've replaced Steve A. G. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Suck it, A. G. Happy birthday, Steve. I had a great time at your party.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I also uh have a, a new seg a segment in the Joel McHale show, probably. Next Sunday, oh yes, yeah, get to that Joel McHale show.
2: It's very funny, and your segments on it are really great.
3: What's happening? Thank you. What,
2: what's happening on that uh, Joel
1: McHale show? Are we getting some of his trademark acerbic wit?
3: Indeed. <laughs>
1: I like Joel I, McHale. I think Joel McHale's he, a, yeah, a nice, funny guy.
3: I somebody said it to me, they're like, I was watching that show and I didn't realize how much I missed the Soup until I saw that show, and I was like, yeah, I think that's a great way of putting it. Except now it's international, so occasionally there's an international clip in yeah. there. Oof, are you are, are I love you ever
1: international clips? Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm an international man. Are you
1: ever worried when you're talking to Joel McHale? As I was the one time I talked to Joel McHale <laughs> uh, on a balcony in West Hollywood. Uh, that he's mad at you the whole time and you keep having to remind yourself that's just how Joel McHale talks?
3: Constantly.
1: Okay. (laughs) Thank God. I was like, does he he hate me? He was so nice to me, but literally I just had to reset every 15 to 20 seconds... That's just how he talks, Jesse. Jesse, that's just how he he's talks. Got a thing. You've he's seen got him got on thing. TV for two decades, sure, a decade <laughs> and a half, however long it's been. Yeah, just reset it. It's how his natural speech pattern. He's yeah. a very nice man, Jesse.
3: I know. Well, yeah. I thought he hated me the whole time, and then at the end, he's like, "So thank, so thank you so much for doing this." And I was like, "Oh right, like this is just your bit." And he gave what?
2: you a fruit basket. This is, a <laughs> fruit basket is This a sarcastic fruit basket. Is this?
1: Wait, but fruits. you're directing. <laughs> sure, yeah. You're directing some kind of. Uh, are you directing a non a non uh, soup style talk to clips?
3: Yeah, they have like um, I don't know segments that they're doing now. Like oh, segments uh, is segments, that a term of art? Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> field field pieces. I, I sure.
1: know that. I know that. Of course, <laughs> in the context of tangerines,
2: right? But no, you can <laughs> apply that to television as well. Got it. A nice they're, and juicy segment. Yeah, they're, yeah.
3: they're doing field pieces now outside of the show to kind of just make it maybe a little bit different than yeah. the soup. And so I did the – he toured Netflix. I did the first one on the first show and then they brought me in for another one, which you'll see soon. No spoilers, I guess.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's very fun. Yeah.
3: It sounds it's, like It's awesome.
1: Sounds like you're extending your tendrils across the show business landscape.
3: Indeed. You got to – You want to make a difference? You got to go the other side of the camera, guys. How about this? If you
1: want to make entertainment at Netflix, you got to go with Kimmy Gatewood, shy tendrils. (laughs)
3: Pretty soon, you're going to be
1: creating Canadian reality shows.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But hopefully, gas station TV will pick up. Yes, that's
2: the dream. (laughs) The big leagues, the big show. I just want a meeting.
1: Can I get (laughs) over the threshold? I know I'm not. What's the woman that created scandal?
2: (laughs) Oh, uh, Shonda Rhimes.
1: (laughs) I'm not Shonda Rhimes here. I'm not... What's the 90210 guy?
2: I don't know. Aaron David Spelling. David Aaron Spelling. Sorry I'm
1: not Aaron Spelling. Can I just get some FaceTime with Mr. Gastation TV? <laughs> sure. Frank Gastation TV.
2: <laughs> He's Czech. Just kidding. We love you, Frank. <laughs> Frankie baby. We love you, baby. Call Let's us, do baby. lunch. Spago. Cappuccino. Yes. Wolfgang. Vilgritas. Anywhere you want it. That's the way... It- <laughs>
3: <laughs> and do you mind if I plug my short film control with I did with Alison oh, Becker I, I already did it
2: can <laughs> I I saw this thing at a film festival this thing is great it's a great Becker's hilarious in it it's darkly funny Yes, but man, this is terrific.
3: Is there a place people can watch this thing? Yes, so it's going to be playing at the Bermuda, the Bermuda Film Festival, the Florida Film Festival, Phoenix Film Festival, Nashville, and Boynton Beach.
1: (laughs) Oh hell yeah,
2: hell yeah! (laughs) You know I fucks with Boynton Beach. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Oh, and New Filmmakers LA in Los Angeles. Wow, this thing's
2: great. This is really terrific.
3: And it's already this is this will be. It'll be officially twenty festivals, which is a lot of laurels. Mm. So very exciting and all over the country, all the JJG.
1: So now that you now that you have all these laurels, yeah, what are you gonna do? Rest on them?
2: It's the, only, it's, the only, it's the only thing he can Mama do. Marmaduke? Yeah. you've oh. oh. <laughs> been reading Marmaduke this whole time. I couldn't tell. Honestly, I could not tell. You hide yeah. it well. I could tell, but I would have guessed family circus. Mm, for sure, <laughs> yeah. Because you would cry occasionally, and that was one where the kid talks to his dead grandpa that haunts him.
1: Uh. Do you think the grandpa is the one drawing that dotted line? Yes, yeah. Oh,
3: my God. <laughs>
1: that line is actually a nightmare that the kid has to live with.
0: <laughs>
1: Just something that distresses everyone around him. Represents depression. He's got kicked out of several schools because he leaves that line behind him wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. That's
3: the I'm never going to show my daughter that. It's going to give her nightmares. Don't. <laughs> it's the one thing she'll be afraid of.
1: But your short film is called Control. Control. You directed yes. the short film? Yes. Oh, and- did you pen it?
3: No, Allison wrote it and ah. started it, and we made it in three and a half days for no money and then we I edited it as well
1: is was the idea behind teaming with allison Becker uh that you would be capturing the whole Jordan-Jesse-Go audience Um,
2: because you came very close, but you should have also cast Chris Fairbanks. Yeah, I know. Next time. I saw this thing at a film festival, yeah, and it was not a competition as far as I know. Mm -hmm. This thing was so fucking good. It stomped the throats of all the other fucking movies in this thing. I couldn't (laughs) believe how much better. There were some... The other ones were no slouches. There were some, you know some well done products in there but this fucking this thing was so good it made the other movies bite the edge of the curb and then it stepped on their neck it was so good. Jordan Saw this at it destroyed at a, <laughs> the other movies. Jordan Saw this at a film festival. I I saw
1: it at an amateur wrestling event. Oh, uh, <laughs> sure. And it wrapped barbed wire around <laughs> right. the neck of the other movies and then hit it with a folding chair. Then <laughs> <laughs> it then it did a classic Fosbury Brutal. flop.
3: It's me clapping, guys. That's right. Sounds like
1: oh, that's that's the name of the move, isn't it? The Fosbury Flop.
2: (laughs) 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 Is it? Was it the Turkish Delight? Was that sunset flip (laughs) and the Pat O'Brien? Thank you very much. Pat O'Connor. Pat O'Connor. <laughs> Excuse me. Am I racist? Xenophobic. I should <laughs> I have a drinking problem.
1: No,
3: no, no, <laughs> I should explain like access Hollywood access, or whatever that yeah, was. Yeah. Oh, One yeah, of the sure,
1: wrestlers sure. was sportscaster Pat oh, O'Brien. Oh, he's fallen yeah, on hard times. Yeah, yeah. Sportscaster. <laughs> he was a sportscaster. I was <laughs> yeah, before yeah. he was uh, yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah uh, before uh, and after.
3: <laughs> <laughs> At guess Station TV.
1: <laughs> He'll be announcing the Olympics, right? Of Pat O'Brien? <laughs> Who knows? I think he I think he's a guy that announces the Olympics. Might actually
2: be dead though. <laughs> if so, our to his beautiful family. <laughs> yeah, God,
1: gorgeous family. <laughs>
2: Such I've been, I've really beautiful been, family. I've
1: really been watching his family lately, and they are looking <laughs> they, good. It's a tight family. Yeah, gorgeous. It's tight. Why are they oh, doing? Boy, are you talking dead. about
3: their abs? Yeah, yeah. I
1: am. Yeah. I am. <laughs> They're just overall sinuous. Yeah. <laughs> Live. Swimmer's bodies. Oily. Mm-hmm. Just gorgeous sheen on these people. <laughs> the O'Briens, <old> <laughs> yeah, The old O'Brien. Gorgeous papers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh Kimmy Gatewood, it's been a joy. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. On the boards this week for Jordan Jesse Go, Daniel Baruela, our producer, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. You can find us on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris and at Jesse Thorne. You can hashtag your tweets, JJGo, so we can see them. Uh we're also on Facebook. Uh you can like Jordan Jesse Go there and follow the Max Fun group where there's often a fun Jordan Jesse Go discussion somebody could post a, a dank meme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and of course, uh we're on Reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com. Uh be careful not to go to losangeles.reddit.com. Uh that's a forum uh for saying how homeless people uh don't deserve to have money. <laughs> Oh, oh, boy. Oh, I accidentally signed up for that Reddit. I got to mm. unsubscribe from that Reddit. It is a mean, dark Reddit. Uh, it's like those Yelp reviews that are about parking
2: Just you know, Just Reddit stay form. away from the rest of Reddit.
1: Yeah, that's a really good point. That's a very fun, fair point. Um, we'll talk to you next time on Jordan, Jesse dot
4: Maximumfun.org
0: Comedy and culture.